You're listening to American Songcatcher, tracing the roots of American music from its cultured past to today's artists playing it forward. I'm folk musician Nicholas Edward Williams. Today, we proudly present the fourth installment of the Local Focal series, where we're collaborating with artists around the country to share unique and lesser-known musical history. Our narrator today is the cowboy and poet Andy Hedges, who hails from Lubbock, Texas, and is doing his part to keep the old cowboy song traditions alive. Andy takes us back to the 1800s and the vast Western plains to the first collector of such tunes, a mysterious fellow by the name Jack Thorpe. Well, long ago there was a man who rode throughout the West Collecting songs and poetry and verses of the rain He wrote Little Joe the Wrangler and the Pecos River Queen A ballad hunting cowboy and Jack Thorpe was his name The first man to collect and publish cowboy songs was New York-born cowpuncher Nathan Howard Jack Thorpe. Jack Thorpe came west as a young man to be a cowboy. In 1889, while searching for some stray horses in eastern New Mexico that belonged to his employer, the Bar W Ranch, Thorpe had an experience that would change the course of his life and the course of what we now call cowboy music. In his posthumously published autobiography, Partner of the Wind, Thorpe recalled what happened. Words and banjo strumming floated soft and clear on the night. I reined up in the brush to listen. It was pitch dark where I was. Pecos River behind me, Roswell down that away quite a piece, and somebody's chuck wagon just ahead, drawn up for the night, in flat sand dune country, rich in grama grass and tobosa. The campfire flickered and fell. I knew there would be maybe a half dozen men sprawled around it, their day's riding done, supper over, and a banjo-picking cowboy to tell a story under the stars, a story in verse about their own country and kind and their lingo, homegrown and maybe as thorny as cactus. This one I was hearing now was about a little steel dust the color of rust, the fastest cutting horse in Texas, name of Dodging Joe. It was a new song to me. As the final words died away, I rode into the light of the campfire. When Thorpe rode into that cow camp, he found that it was a camp of all black cowboys working for the LFD ranch. The range boss was a well-known and well-liked man named Addison Jones and the cowboy playing the banjo and singing Dodging Joe was named Lassus. Lassus only knew two verses of the song, and Thorpe wrote the verses down in his notebook. Someone else sang part of the outlaw ballad Sam Bass, and others sang what Thorpe called cotton patch songs. Thorpe was so moved by this music that the next morning, he decided to quit his job hunting horses and start hunting cowboy songs. He wrote a letter to his boss and said, You should expect me back when you see my dust arriving. Come all you cowboys, don't you want to go? Come all you cowboys, don't you want to go? 
Tell me the long ranger, riding on ranger buffalo. Come cow cow yiggy, cow cow yiggy yiggy yiggy. Thorpe ended up making a 1,500-mile song-collecting journey in a half dozen western states. In 1908, these songs were published by Thorpe in a small book entitled Songs of the Cowboys. Thorpe said, I made a dicker with a printer in Estancia, New Mexico to print 2,000 copies of the first little book of cowboy songs ever published. I paid the printer six cents per copy. The book was printed on rough stock and bound in red paper. There were 50 pages, 24 songs. As I walked out in the streets of Laredo, as I walked out in Laredo one day, I spied a young cowboy all wrapped in white linen, wrapped in white linen as cold as the clay. Songs of the Cowboys was the first book of cowboy songs ever published, and you could argue that it was the first book of American folk songs ever published. It predated John Lomax's book of cowboy songs by two years. Jack Thorpe was himself a singer, musician, and songwriter. He played the banjo mandolin and wrote many cowboy songs, including one of the most beloved of all cowboy ballads, Little Joe the Wrangler. Now little Joe the Wrangler, he'll wrangle nevermore. His days on the Remuda, they are o'er. Was a year ago last April that he rode into our camp Just a little Texas and all alone He said he had to leave his home His pa had married twice His new ma licked him every day or two So he saddled up old Joe one night And let us shuck this way Now he's trying to paddle his own canoe I'm gonna take you to your mama payday. American Songcatcher is growing, and in preparation for season three, we need your help financially. I know this podcast is free, and you're likely hesitant to give money. But think about it. You go out a few times a month to pay $5 for a beer, or a coffee, or $10 at minimum for a meal. Here at American Songcatcher, we feed you stories and fill your cup with a host of insightful facts and musical landscapes. If you agree, make the choice and give today with either a one-time donation or visit our Patreon to pledge monthly. Find those links in the show notes. Secondly, calling all writers. If you have a desire to tell human or musical stories, if you love music history, and if you have any writing experience, consider being a volunteer guest writer on American Songcatcher. Just email americansongcatcherpodcasts at gmail.com to find out more. Now, back to the show. Put your radio, I'm dressed in rags I used to be 
The first chapter in Thorpe's autobiography is entitled Banjo in the Cow Camp. And in that chapter, Thorpe offered many insightful observations about cowboy songs and cowboy singing. Here are a few quotes. Maybe cowboy singing was an answer to loneliness. Maybe it was just another way of expressing good fellowship. Maybe it was several things. Something in the day's work, funny or sad, and somebody with a knack for words made a jingle out of it. If it was liked, others learned it and passed it on. Sam Bass was born in Indiana, it was his native home. And at the age of 17, young Sam began to roam. He first came out to Texas, a cowboy for to be. A kinder-hearted feller you seldom ever see. I have never attempted any highbrow explanations of cowboy balladry. Not long ago in a newspaper, I read a piece about the singing families of East Tennessee, who by word of mouth keep alive scores of ballads they have never seen in a book. It was that way on the range. Singing songs and making them too seems as natural to human beings as washing herself to a cat. And the faculty gets more practice when people are cut off in isolated groups. And then got on a spree, a harder set of cowboys you seldom ever see. Cowboy songs were always sung by one person, never by a group. I never did hear a cowboy with a good voice. Out again, Joe Collins and his partner were overtaken soon. A lot of singing on the range had nothing to do with cowboy songs as such. In different camps, I encountered railroad, mountain, river, and granger songs, as well as sticky sweet sentimental ballads like Molly Lou, Sweet Molly Mine, and My Little Georgia May. Cowboys weren't always singing about little doggies or give me a home where the buffalo roam. Talk about your farms and your Chinaman charms. You talk about your silver and your gold. But the cowboy's life is a very dear life. It's riding through the heat and the cold. Early every morning you'll hear the boss say, Get up, boys, it's a breaking up day. It's now for the rise with your little sleepy eyes and the bright dreamy nights passed away. Cowboy songs were full of the vernacular of the range, and it wasn't always parlor talk. It's interesting to note that Thorpe did not always collect cowboy songs from the cowboys themselves. He said that cowboy songs did not always reach me through cowboys. I took them where I found from all sorts of people. Those other sorts of people included saloon singers, Irish gypsies, medicine show performers, and Texas rangers. Bill was a Texas lad, and he could rope, he bet. He said the brood he couldn't tie, he never met his match. The boy of an old black steer was a kind of an old outlaw that run down in the bushes, boys down in the mouth of draw. As mentioned earlier, Thorpe wrote the famous cowboy song, Little Joe the Wrangler. Written in 1898 on a cattle drive from Chimney Lake, New Mexico to Higgins, Texas on the back of a paper sack, it became one of the most recorded cowboy songs of all time. The events in the song were based on a true story, and Thorpe first performed the song 
at Uncle Johnny Root Saloon in Weed, New Mexico. It was little Joe the Wrangler, he'll wrangle never more. His days with the cavy, they are done. Twas a year ago last summer, he rode up to the herd. Just a little Texas tree and all alone. Little Joe appeared in Thorpe's 1908 book, but curiously, the first song that Thorpe ever collected, Dodge and Joe, did not. Thorpe never heard the song again, and he never found any more verses to add to the fragment that Lassus sang for him around that LFD campfire. However, Musician and scholar Mark Lee Gardner uncovered the two verses from Lassus in Jack Thorpe's papers at the New Mexico State Records Center in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Gardner included the verses in his book, Jack Thorpe's Songs of the Cowboys. While thinking about the story of Dodge and Joe, I started imagining what that song must have sounded like. With the help of my friend Andy Wilkinson, who wrote additional verses and a refrain, which I set to music, the cutting horse Dodging Joe was brought back to life. Now boys, I tell you a story of a horse I owned long, long ago. Little still us, the color of rust and his name. I was joined on this recording by American songster Dom Flemons. Dom and I swapped verses, and Dom sang harmonies and played bones and harmonica, while I played Dom's 1919 six-string banjo dubbed Big Head Joe, made by African-American luthier Robert H. McGinnis. None could cut a cow from the corral as fast as my little dodging Joe. Lack a day, lack a day, here we go. This way, that way, on Dodging Joe. At the end of Thorpe's chapter on collecting cowboy songs, he wrote these words about the way the old cowboy songs have preserved the authentic story of the working cowboy. Cowboys didn't judge too harshly. The best of them would do to ride the river with anywhere, and the worst weren't all bad. Show me a perfect man, and I'll show you Christ, was their tolerant attitude. With such men, I had lived and would live, and the time did not seem to me ill-spent. You would ride those ranges in vain today to find men who ride and make songs and sing them in the old free, larruping spirit and under like conditions. But the country and the life as it was, survive authentically in the balladry, crude though it may have been, that grew out of the very lives cowboys led and the troubles they had, and our literature is richer for it. You might be a top hand in Texas, right smart at putting on a show, but better make your respects when you step on the deck, Take no rocking chair, Dodging Joe. Like a day, like a day, here we go. This way, that way, on Dodging Joe. Like a day, like a day, here we go. This way, that way, on Dodging Joe.
song People say a man is made out of mud A poor man's made out of muscle and blood Muscle and blood and skin and bones A mind that's weak and a back that's strong you load... That's all for the fourth episode of the Local Focal Series. Thank you so much to Andy Hedges for bringing this important piece of music history to the table. Andy just released a record of old cowboy folk songs called Roll On Cowboys. That includes the rendition you heard of Dodgin' Joe with Tom Flemons, along with Ramblin' Jack Elliott and many others. Find links to all of Andy's work in the show notes of this episode. Thank you to the community on Patreon. This just isn't possible without you. If you'd like to support this program, click the link in the show notes or visit patreon.com slash American Songcatcher. Our intro song is Payday by Mississippi John Hurt from the Today album. Our outro song is 16 Tons, performed by Tennessee Ernie Ford, originally written by Merle Travis. This episode was produced... This episode was produced, edited, recorded, and distributed by myself, Nicholas Edward Williams, with narration and research by Andy Hedges. In the words of Jack Thorpe, maybe cowboy singing was an answer to loneliness. Here's to the songs of old. May they live on forever. See you next time on American Songcatcher. St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. Thank you.